Good morning, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Vegetable Soup. I hope you've got your favoriteest bowl and your most awesomest spoon, because we're going to dig in deep today to some real tough topics. But we're going to start out a little bit soft by introducing our COVID co-host, Big D. Hey! It's good to be here. Welcome into our space. Oh, man. it's That, that was so awesome. And then we've got my engineer, Trevor. T-Man. The welcome, T-Man. Welcome to MySpace.com. Uncle Fester. Hey, what number is this episode? It's like 54. This is this will be episode. But I have the I have the Patreon up. I'm not the Patreon. The the, <laughs> the anchor up. Um, this will be episode 56. Oh, oh, that was too off. Yeah, pretty good. Man, I'm 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 working and I'm trying to go. We're, I'll tell you what. Uh, the rabbit hole's barely ahead of you. We just hit 71 last week. Yeah, but you guys do two a week though. Now we have been for a while for, but not that long. Maybe a couple of months. Long enough. Yeah. I only do this one, so and, and and you guys do thorough research well, that and was, make exciting well, episodes. Well, I'm no, just here throwing shit that, into my the point fan. was we're, we are pretty. We, I think we started right around the same time. I think so. I th- actually, I think you started a couple weeks after I started. Maybe did. I remember we that you were talking about you. getting it going. Yeah. But but yeah, you guys are you guys are down the rabbit hole. Uh, Shameless eight, plug. eight to nine Sunday nights. Yeah. On NWCZ Radio. Just started our um, uh, series on transhumanism and AI. Ooh. It's pretty frightening stuff. It is, and it's the future that kids want these days. Oh, it's the future that's here right now. Yeah. And uh, also, we got uh, Dead Air Hardcore Radio. Yes. On Wednesdays? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talk, we talk. We talk music. We talk. We talk a lot of. We talk a lot of shit. That's a good, good show. And listen, keep keep emailing me. I love the hate emails. They're they're the strongest ones. When you tell me I'm a pos and I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, all I can do is write we, you back I'm, and say I agree. We need to read some of those. I don't get to see those. I, I, you know what? I sh- I should just link my account on there, but. No, just bring your print, print a couple of the doozies. Oh, okay, I will, I will, because we did a we did a listener powered radio yeah. not too long ago. Yeah, it's and about it was, time we it do was, it again. And well, it was a positive listener powered radio. Let's do the negative. Let's one. do a negative one. I like it. The, so so far on the analytics, that's the most popular podcast one. Which one? The, the email. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Let's do the negative one. Oh man, I, I, we need people to listen to. to uh, the Scott McMahon story because hell yeah, and I, I only bring that this was up an amazing story because I went and saw him Thursday before I left for Texas, and we were talking about it, and he's like, "Man, I realized that I've only uh, we just kind of we we went through that story really quick, and that's only the first part. Well, of course, there's there's a lot more you know, to it. You only have an hour. And I said, I said, if you want to come back and and talk again. Part two. Uh, part two is uh, I'm all for it. And he said, "Well, there, I think there's going to be a part two and a part three. Well, if he, if you and I said, if you don't want to expose anything that's going to be in the book, right? That's no to. problem. But if you want to come and talk, you can come on and talk. And Scott McMahon told me that he will come back and talk. Yeah. It was, so you, next if, week, anybody who missed that episode, go back and I listen. I think that's one of the best episodes that we've done. Go back and listen because we're going to have him back next week. It's a, Unbelievable to, story. to talk about after his uh, after his release because things got a little bit worse before they started getting better. <laughs> That's hard to believe. Yeah. So uh, if you heard that interview and you, and and again, he, he was in there for how many years? Five, five and a half. Five years and a half. And we talked about without it, a trial. We talked about it in an hour. So you know we weren't getting we were getting as much as we can in an hour. Yeah. And he told some amazing stories, but. Five and a half years. That's that's in a, a shithole prison. Yeah, where if your wife's not bringing you food, you're gonna die. Right. Yeah. Was, and water, food, and food water, and water. Yeah, and people dying and then just leaving them there for days. Yeah. Well, see, hours, days. I, I don't want to take any liberties because, like I said, I've known him for a long time, and I've. There, oh, you're trying to say he killed him? No, 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 <laughs> not at all, oh. not at all. But I, I, there, there is a, a another story. That I think I would have to ask his permission before I actually uh, yeah, well then elaborate don't bring it up. upon it. But it's very sad and it's horrible. I'm sure it is. So, There's nothing positive about speaking, that story. Speaking sad and horrible. This is pre-prison though. So speaking about horrible, I went to Texas hey, Friday whoa, and Saturday. Time out. <laughs> you mean sad and horrible. That's my new home. 
It's my, I'm, I'm returning now, home. Now, here's what happened. I was down in the... My pilgrimage friend, is almost over. Friends something. Friends Friendswood. Some, Friendswood. South of Houston a little bit. Friendswood. Friendswood. It's a beautiful place. It was, it was lovely. There were so many beautiful women there. Hey, you know the saying. And they were there's all... There's talent in the gutter in Texas. They were... That's how beautiful the ladies they are. They were... Oh, my God. They are... Ab- they're the... Georgia's pretty close. Let me tell you. Texas is number let, one. Let me tell you. Florida's up there, too. I I am this close to latching onto the property next to your property and moving to Texas. Hey, there's plenty available down I, there. I, I am so sick. Of here. Of here. Oh, yeah. And it's, and, you realize what freedom and, like again. Every, everything about the Pacific Northwest is beautiful except... The people, the in, the people in the politics. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, I'm with you. When I moved here 30 years ago, I other than the you know the crappy winters here, yeah, I I love this. But that place. was 30 years ago, and now the winters aren't that crappy. No. Now they're just kind of right. once in a, once every but five years. Enjoy get, but yeah, no, you can't. And now you can't enjoy anything. No, because of the 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 horrible Gestapo that are controlling. The Pacific Northwest. So you're in. You know what? I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna vote for Caitlyn Jenner if she's running against Newsom. Well, you can't. You're not a Californian. Don't lie to me. I was born in California. Oh. <laughs> they might send you a mail-in ballot. You never know. I got seven last well, year for the, uh, all for of the her, election. <laughs> all of her people, her LBGTQ plus A and hey, whatever, anything is better turned, than what is there. They've now. all turned against. Her. Anything that is there, anything. You know is why? Because she's Newsom. running as a Republican. All right. And they all hate her now. They they think she's the worst thing on the planet. Uh, of course. It's crazy. You know that. But so never to, forget that she is a gold medal winning athlete, the greatest female athlete in the uh, male Olympics ever. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you're down in Friendswood. Down in Friendswood. How long are you there? I was there for roughly thirty six hours. Wow, that's not long. Not long. It was long enough to do you fly two, in and out of Houston. It was long enough to do two. Yeah, uh, the uh, George W. George Bush, Bush International. <laughs> so don't run around going. Hey, 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 I'm the decider because they didn't like that. But <laughs> yeah, don't do that. But I went down there. I did. Uh, I did uh, two shows for a friend of mine who's doing a uh, socks and underwear tour for homeless people. How did the uh, How did the Texans handle you? They actually, I. I did well. I was surprised, but I did well. And I, you know, I, I haven't been on stage in quite a while. The Texas homeless are different than most other. So, homeless. so I just did all my all my old material. You yeah. know, I, I, I did I did my my fifteen my my funny fifteen. Yeah. And and it went it went swimmingly. It was amazing. Good. I got laughs. Uh, and and that's because your fly El- was down. Elvis Music was was. Completely satisfied with that. I, I, I he was the same guy I did the stuff for in, in Utah, in Utah. Yeah. and so hopefully I'll get to do so something where, else with him I'm again. I'm very familiar. I grew up in Houston. I know I had friends in Friendswood. Well, <laughs> we we did it out in front of a Goodwill. It was it was basically a, an open air. I know where show. That is. Yeah, I know right where that is. Yeah, and and uh, there was no stage. It was just uh, four microphones, four comedians, and uh, a. a, a a portable PA, yeah, and there was probably thirty to. So what do they do? The people donate money while you're doing. They, your they thing? donate money and they donate clothing. Okay. And we took the the money and he well he took the money and he doled it out to the to the homeless people in the area. Yeah. And he took all the clothing and gave it to the the goodwill people and uh, the the the. Uh, Salvation Army. Well, I, what's the the when they when they go to a a, a place at Gospel night to sleep? Mission. Mission. He gave it to to three missions because there was people. There was like ten or fifteen people there from missions, and there were like thirty people there that worked at the Goodwills and and uh, other local uh, support. Like a banner up or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like a it's like a a tour. This no. He's he's been doing this for about three and a half four years now. And he's been really successful with it. I mean, w- when I met him, he was doing what we call guerrilla comedy by yeah. going out to uh, Denny's, standing up and just saying, hey, I'm going to tell some jokes. And if you like it, put some money in the pot. And he takes the money that they put in the pot and he donate it, donates it to, to local charities. 
wherever he is, local so, charity. He, sounds like he's something annoyed. Sean would do. But it, it, and he's been he's really successful at it. He's a funny guy. Baldy locks. And and it's I I was I was honored to be asked to do those shows with him. So how much did you have to? How much were your tickets to uh, Houston I, and back? I paid uh, three hundred and forty bucks round trip. Yeah, it's not bad, really. No, to, get was, to Houston and back, it's pretty cheap. Yeah, it was same with same with the Utah. It was like you maybe, had to wear maybe your freaking mask the whole time on, on the plane. Yeah, unless you're eating the peanuts. But I just I just put it on, went to sleep. Yeah. I just stayed up all day and went to sleep on the plane. So it, it I'll tell you what, it it doesn't what was bother the me. There? Sweltering. <laughs> Because right now in Houston, it's the humidity is rising. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. This I is, uh, this I loved it though because I like I do too. I like I like I Sweat lived in Hawaii off. and I loved it. I've been to Fiji and I loved it. Yeah, I've I've been in in tropical areas and I love it. And the only reason I don't live there now is because the my significant other is basically allergic to the sun and yeah, everything around. That, that'd her. be really rough. So I'm I'm really thinking that's, that's why I'm moving there. That's uh, I'm really thinking about leaving. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I had a great time. Uh, I, I but did. if you put a, if you bought land and put a house on it, you could she could just stay in the house. That's exactly what would happen. And and a lot of people do that, especially There's, if I'm not stupid with my my money and like we can retire like the end of next year. <laughs> <laughs> and nope. he rolls his eyes. No comment. <laughs> Good luck on that. Thank you. Just keep pulling the arm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, I had a good time. I did well. I. I mean, and I. I. I don't want to say that I was surprised that I did well, but I was surprised. We'll that say I, it for you. I was surprised we were, we're that I did surprised. so well. <laughs> And uh, you know, made it, made it there, made it back, no problem at all. Yeah, I haven't done comedy in a long time. I, I hadn't been on stage for over a year until I the Utah br- thing. I think uh, my co-host Brandon Valentine, who also does comedy, I think he's done one since the since one or two because he's they, running that they, thing in. Nah, they're not doing that. In uh, Enumclaw. No, no, not, well, is it in in, in Enumclaw? Because I don't think it's the Cole Street Brewery that he did it at. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, so maybe I know it is just one He's show. mentioned one. Okay, so maybe it is just one. And maybe he's done two, but I'll, I know for sure he's done one, and now Jay's shutting everything down again. Right. In fact, they're talking about putting Pierce County back into phase one. Jesus. We just barely hit, got back into phase two. And do you see people dropping and dying? I don't see. Do you see anything worse going on You, you know what? I saw a lot of traffic on the road, and what I want is more pandemic. <laughs> hey, I'm with you on that because I'm telling you, uh, I don't know where everybody's going and what they're doing, but the traffic is back worse than it was before pandemic. Right? It's insane. And again, I don't know where they're going. I'm not sure what they're doing. Apparently, nobody's at work. That's what I keep hearing. Well, I thought I thought that... Ten percent of the population was unemployed. Was working from home, yeah, and it was now the thing to do. And I thought people were unemployed, and I thought schools were out, and I thought all, but no, yeah, I thought the socialists how were about, paying uh, us to stay home. So I drove to Oregon and back yesterday. I went down to see my daughters in one day. Just oh yeah, it's three hour trip there, three hour trip back. Yeah, how, so how long do you hang all out? The time. Oh, we're there like five six hours. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we go down, we have lunch, hang out. So we get there about noon, leave around 6. We're home by 9. Nice. Yeah, we do it all the time, nice. every other week or so. Well, I'm about. she's about to drop. She's about to present me with a grandchild. Oh, boy. So uh, I have a grandchild. Another? I have a grandson. Uh, her due date is a week from Tuesday. There's two, two grandchildren now, right? So this will be the second. Oh, congratulations, sir. Yeah, so anyway, so we, you know, we've been going down there, but... The, my point is, all the way down and back, you know, on the freeway signs where it usually... Vaccinated s- or not, masks on. <laughs> I was like, what the... Hey, even though you got vaccinated by Johnson & Johnson, there's another strain that's from the UK that's hitting America now that means you need another vaccinated vaccine. Vaccinated or not, please mask up. You can. They don't even say please. Yeah, I did. Oh, did it? Yeah, so, well, not all of them. But nah, F them. I think it depends on which county you were in. Tim <laughs> County did not have a please, I don't think. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Vaccinated or not, Matt is like, kiss my mask up ass. Take your mask off and spit on your grandma. Burn did it. Did I say that out loud? Oops. Burn it. <laughs> 
unbelievable. I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Hey, and yet this I is see- America. It's the land of the free. Now put your mask on. And obey. Get in line and go get your shot. Then go sit in your house and wait for your stipend from the government. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and don't you dare complain. Yeah, don't don't know. Don't question the science. <laughs> Our government is blinding us with science. That's what's going blinding on. Blinding me with science. Is there music going on in the background? Yeah. I can barely hear it. I'm I so deaf it. right now. It's oh, the it's, it's the police. Is this synchronicity too? Whoop, whoop. No, this is message in a bottle. Yep. Sorry, I I got distracted. I got lost because you said blind science, and I was all Thomas Dolby. That was a good video. <laughs> I, I've seen him a couple of times. He's really good in concert. But no, our government's blinding us, blinding the masses with science that doesn't exist. Well, they've been dumbing us down for decades through poor schooling, and now we're Which is getting now, even now worse. we're at a de- uh, 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 we're at a crux where... We're at the pinnacle, man. Where, where today's 20-somethings believe that the government is there to help you. No, the government gives you your rights, and, and they are supposed to help you. Not, not No, the, no, the are, government is not supposed to help you. The government, in my... No, but according to these... In young, my the opinion, new, the government is supposed to ensure... Life, liberty, equal and of trade habit. between countries and protect, and protect our borders. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Maybe help with infrastructure, like infrastructure meaning they're roads not supposed to be in control of my health care. Nope. They're not supposed to be in control of my welfare. Nope. They're not supposed to be in control of my travel. Nope. Not supposed to be in control of my finances. Nope. Not supposed to be in control of my 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 freedoms. But according to this... Uh, not supposed to be in control of my water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, good luck with all of that. Yeah, so listen, people. They want to privatize water. The entire time that Flint hey, had Washington, a water crisis... Washington State already did. The entire did. time that Flint had a water crisis, Nestle and Pepsi and Coca-Cola were taking water out of their aquifers and bottling it and selling it around the world. Well, Washington already did. You know, they uh, there was a huge to-do over in eastern Washington because they took away property, water rights on property. Really? Yeah. When? It, uh, this was last year. Oh, okay. It was last year in the summer. They, they, they went over, and uh, a lot of people, mo- most people are on wells. They're out in the country. Right. And they uh, appropriated the rights to them and told them that they... Uh, a couldn't use it if they didn't, and they ra- you know they raised the prices massively, and they put all these regulations on it. And Wait, everything. How, how if they're on a well, how can they raise the the price? Because the state claimed they owned the water. But so if you because like I have if you f- tapped into their water with your well, you're using their water according to them. Okay, because I had you're a friend that God's lived water. in Spanaway. Well, Spanaway, and they had a well. Yeah. Why would you have a well in Spanish? They they had a well system in Spanaway. Country? Yeah. And and been unincorporated Pierce County. And it was an amazing water. I was just like, wow, this is wow. It's artesian. Great water here, man. It's It's the artesian wells. So so I just What made Olympia beer so what it was? Garbage. (laughs) 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 The artesian a lot more. But yeah, I I so I just don't understand if I have if I pay to have a well. Put on my property. How does the state or who's, the, who's playing right now? God, I want to say the Clash, but that's wrong. Uh, it's, a it's, band. it's the Cure. I was close. You had the C right. I had the C right. <laughs> the, the close, <laughs> close on sound, but not, uh, close on uh, on name, but not on not on sound. At no, all. no, not at all. Not sonically. Hey, man, don't. Don't test me on music. Oh, <laughs> okay. I I have no clue. Really, dude? You're a musician. That doesn't mean anything, music. and I haven't been a musician for six years. Okay. And before that, I didn't listen to the radio because I didn't want to have any kind of excuse why I played that riff. Right. Deniable, uh, plausible deniability. Works for me. 
I won more contests. See the cure. I wore more. I won more stuff. Who does reach the beach? The fix. Okay. <laughs> it's always a the band. <laughs> I won more stuff off the radio back in the eighties and early nineties because of my music trivia knowledge. Bro, I know. I know this guy. I was really good friends with him, but I'm not anymore. Who could probably go toe to toe with you about music? Probably. Knowledge. I'm not saying I'm the greatest. No, no, no. But but he. But I have all the time. He would he would do this to me. He'd be like, "Who's that? Who's that? Who's that?" And I can I, name I, that band in one note. And, and, yeah. And I kept telling him, "Look, I don't know." And then when I started playing again, uh, when I moved back up here from California, instead Super of tramp. instead of asking me, it's "Breakfast in America." Not no. even close. It's off that album. Yeah, it but, is off the album. Yeah, but the starting of the songs are so astronomically different. Yeah. Like the, the sonically, like between the two. Like this is a sad song. Breakfast in America is more of like a Don't you look at my girlfriend. She's really would, not that hot. I wouldn't say is it happy <laughs> it's not necessarily a It's happy a little song. more zany. So anyway, when I came back from California, what he would do is was he This is the logic throw radios the radio or he put the radio on and he'd, you know, flip through the stations and let the music play and say, Here play that, here play that, here play that. And I would, you know, try. <laughs> Those are good exercises. But I still don't know. See, I used to do this with my daughters. We'd ride around in the car and I'd flip stations and and who's this? Who's this? Who's this? Okay. They to this day know they're they're pretty good. Okay. Well, I see. There was this guy I worked with when, and we would uh, be driving in a van from say Seattle to to anywhere Montana. Okay. And he's the oldest. I'm 15 years younger than him, and then our employees are eight to 10 years younger than me. Oh, that's fun. And so he's got. The he's classic doing all, station. He's doing all the 60s he, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he's like. 60s and 70s. He's like, if you can name the song before they start singing, I'll change it to whatever station you want. They couldn't do it. We always listen to what he wanted the whole <laughs> way. <laughs> I couldn't See, even I would have been able it. to name it and said, keep it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I did start. Uh, if, if we were going to do mod, like in the last five years of music, I'm lost. Because I, I checked out, well, I checked out probably 10 years ago yeah. with the, the modern music scene because it's so horrible. Like, I don't know anything about Taylor Swift. I don't know anything about... I know she um, writes songs about breaking up with boyfriends. Cardi B. I don't know anything but about... But she doesn't have one song Harry about Styles. sucking dicks. <laughs> I don't know anything about them. I know their name, but I could care less. But as far as, like, really, really... Like, if we're going to go 60s, 70s, 80s, and probably most of the 90s, I'm almost weirdly savant that my, way. My most favorite music comes from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Those are I like, great decades. I like a lot of music from the 90s, but I could only name like maybe five or six bands. But I do, I definitely like... There was some really good stuff in the 90s. I definitely like a, a lot more than just those five or six bands from the 90s. Well, there were some really good bands in the 90s, but they were not the ones being played on the radio. Exactly. But I, well, because radio bombardment was, was, was the thing yeah, back then. Th that, was the, that was the final nail in the coffin was the radio play in the 90s. Yeah. Like, hey, it's all... It's, it's, it was Nirvana, Soundgarden... Nirvana, Soundgarden, uh, Temple of the Dog... Then uh, Candlebox, uh, uh, Candlebox. Then then uh, Stain, Sweetwater, Stain. Then Stain. Then Three Eleven or uh, yeah, Three Eleven. Then Wallflowers. <laughs> yeah, and that's repackaged now on like our local like rock station. Oh, it's terrible. Here in and and then they yeah, would repeat, awful. and it was barely a change in the songs. Oh, but if you scratch below the surface, there was some really good stuff going on in the nineties. There's still great music being made today by bands that will never be played on the radio. I'm waiting. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot. I, I find a lot of good stuff that. Oh, I do too. That no, we're we play, play. That we're playing. We on play our really good stuff. In fact, yesterday, uh, no, Friday night, I was in here for about two hours, uh, downloading music and checking it out, stuff to get sent to the station. This was a really solid week. Yeah, it's really. It's sometimes it's kind of hit me this week. Well, like, we got some really really solid. Like I stuff. said, there's some great music that's Absolutely. never going to be played on. No, on, never. Radio. We we will play anything you send to us, regardless. And if we that, like it, we'll play not, it more. That's not true. <laughs> not necessary. I know there that's was not one, true. There was one. What was it? it was, there was one dude 
There was one time we had we we looked over one together, and it was somebody who who uh, submitted their stuff to that was originally on one of one of those big TV contests, right? Oh yeah, like that, that guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy was a joke. And, and then, then he, he, and he, he like got really. Oh, he got fun. really <laughs> pissed because we wouldn't play his his song sucked. <laughs> and he sent us this long email about how we just don't know talent, and he. Oh, it, you 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 don't know talent. That's what he said, bro. I think he's. he's well, I'm on the radio with you, so I'm assuming you don't know talent. He said the same thing. I think to Simon Cowell as well. So, <laughs> whatever. Hey, play, play something by Nothing Sounds Good. I'll I'll, I'll enjoy that. <laughs> My favorite though, and I've, I've I just stopped even bringing it up, is all the m- people who send in music, and some of it's actually really good, but they don't put anything, no metadata, no information, nothing. Sometimes it's they'll just, just track say, one. Here's my track. <laughs> And I'm like, who is? Uh, sometimes that's all it is. Sometimes it's really good, and yeah. But I don't have time. I'm not writing them back. I don't have time I, for all of that. I'm not digging it up. If you can't read the simple instructions, and you can't even say, "Here's the name of my band," or "Here's my name and the name of the song," I got no time for it. The issue that I'm seeing in modern music is there's less of an effort to get the. Uh, you know your music put on radio and yeah. blogs, and they want to go viral. They want to do a shtick yeah, on but, TikTok. Well, let's 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 talk about that though, because do you need radio today? No. Oh, if no, you no, if no. you can get a no, no. YouTube video, I've or, seen or videos. Let, let me I've not even say YouTube. On YouTube that have like two million views, and I've never heard of them. Yeah, they, so, they'll never get on the radio. So you you can you can they make a great suck. you can make a great video. Even though your your whatever it is sucks, yeah. But if the video is good, it'll get millions of views, and then you can do a, a little blurb on TikTok, and next thing you know, you're TikTok famous, YouTube famous, but not making any money because you're not radio famous. Well, my favorite story recently was there was some rapper in L.A. who wrote this big song about how he doesn't do he doesn't sell drugs and he doesn't rob places because. He signed up for, and this is a true story. He doesn't slap bitches and smack the hoes. No, because he <laughs> he signed up for like ten accounts on the because uh, they were giving away COVID money. Okay, and and, and signed up for He scammed the system there. Okay, and he, and he was just talking about checks that come in every day, every day. He made the, a song about it. Yeah, and the whole video was him going to his post box and he had, oh. getting checks and cashing them and money everywhere. And he goes, I, you know, this is my scam. Well, it went viral. And right? then he got busted. And he got busted, but he made so much money off the YouTube video that it paid his bail. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he I, had, I count that as a win. So, but I mean, he's still he's in trouble because he's right? got to pay all that stuff back. But yeah, he was he's driving a fancy car, showing his computer. Yeah, but if he made watches, enough money on the YouTube, he, made, he had more to th- pay it all he back. Had millions of views. Does he care? Well, I don't think he paid it all back. He paid his bail. Well, yeah, but he, there's there's bail and then there's a fine, and you got to pay back what? Because this is government funds, you got to pay all that back. When yeah, you but scam you, can, you can make payments. I'm just saying. I'm and I'm saying that was awesome. Well, I, as a taxpayer, I say no. Well, as a non-taxpayer, I say good for you. Well, as a taxpayer, that <laughs> shit pisses me off. But I thought it was kind of funny the irony of the whole thing. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm I'm flashing, I'm flashing. Like, oh look, shit, I got I'm busted. a respo- I'm a responsible <laughs> rapper. I don't responsible. I don't sell drugs. Is that what he labels himself or the responsible yeah. rapper? Oh. <laughs> Reggie the responsible rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Showed him in the backyard with all of his homies having a big barbecue. Oh his, man. Uh, it was pretty funny. Well, you know, I <sighs> But I but the point is you can have a terrible song with a stick and put it on, you know, Rumble or um, Brighteon or YouTube well, yeah. or whatever, and make a ton of money. And you know, well, you nobody a, will you, ever pay, for, bro. You can have a garbage a song and make money on the radio. Name a new look. Smells like Teen Spirit. Look, listen, garbage song. Just cruise through the stations one of Kurt, these days. Shit person. It's, there's no new music <laughs> on right now. There's no new music. No, not at all. None, none. 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 Zero. That's why I do like stuff like what we do and there's a few other stations like us because it's it's cool because like I'll listen and it's like it feels like they actually care because it's not it's not uh and I've and I've tried to help program our station like like yeah. some of the like 
we don't have a lot of repeats. We, no, we have we'll have a we'll have a song, a really good classic song that people know, and then something that you don't know, and then it's just like, I, I, there's a couple other stations like that that I have on my phone that I'll put in. It's just like. I feel like I'm actually like enjoying and discovering music at the same time. Right. We get emails to that effect all the time to the station. People who really like the variety that we that that, that NWCZ Radio provides because we don't we put up stuff that you're never going to hear. Right? You know, and and people find us, I don't even from all over the world. Good. Send, and send music in. Come on in. Well, send that's it. what I say. Do yeah. it. And but we don't we don't just <laughs> Blank, except all of them. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I've had stuff literally sent in of some dude in his dad's basement on a Casio. Nice. I had a band one time. This was my favorite of all time. <laughs> I had a band send me an email with a, a, and there was an MP3 attached, had no name on it. Right. This was the literal email. Hi, we're just getting started, and we don't have a name for our band yet, and we're this is a cover song. And we're, we're, we've been practicing it a couple of times, but we know if you'll play this, it'll give us some incentive and motivation to keep going. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I, it was no cover track I've ever heard of. And it was recorded by a single mic in a garage. <laughs> nice. Like it We was, have a raw sound. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't have a name for your band. You don't have a name for the song. No, the name of the band you've was Single never, Mic Garage. You've never played... Anywhere, you had like a couple of practices, and and really, oh, okay, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> but then there's some where where I've heard from us that's like on the opposite, where I'm like, how are you guys not? Like, oh, that w- like, no, there's more of that. So I'd be like, how are there's you guys way not more of like that. This? Yeah, like, like the quality and some of the time put in is like, this is amazing, and some people will literally never hear this. Well, you know, but not unless you listen to our station. For every ten thousand bands that are within five miles of us, oh yeah, there's six of them that should be famous and should be rich and famous. Absolutely. And there's well, probably there's probably three guys. Whenever I hear this, that are better musicians than have ever been exposed on the planet. Oh yeah. And and in your we'll, neighborhood, we'll never know. There's a dude that uh, look. There, I there's a guy you, playing guitar right now yeah, who's better, two blocks from us. Better than Clapton. Better that is than better Eddie than Van Randy Halen. Rhodes. Absolutely. And he doesn't want to play in front of an audience. Oh, right. I know that. Absolutely. He, he just wants to sit in his room. And I would always seek and that jam guy. To tunes. I would always seek that guy out when I was younger and learn and ask them to teach me. Right. Because I knew that they were they didn't want to play. They did, but they love to they love to share their knowledge for yeah. the most part. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I had it. We, I, when I was it's in like a my buddy band, Metal Steve, we had a dude who, like, he's like, I'll help you write some songs, but I don't want anybody to, I don't want no any credit. notoriety. Yeah. I just, I just want to, when I feel like it, if you're doing practice and I'm around, I w- I'd love to jam. It's like my, my friend Metal Steve, he's great, great guitarist. And he's, he's been trying to, to teach me how to play guitar and bass for decades. And I just I just keep disappointing them, and it's well. A lot of people don't realize that a lot of bands that you love, they're not that great at their instruments. Well, no, a lot of them are good. A lot of them are, but they're not. They're good at great what they, salesmen. They're good at what they do, but they're and most. I think many many people would be shocked at how few musicians in the modern arena do not know how to so, read music. So the biggest like, and, and see and that's funny that you say that because I you know I took music courses all through high school both grades (laughs) (laughs) and i used to be able to read and write music on the music scale and as soon as tablature came out yeah that shit went out the window right and now it's great too i don't know some people have a real problem with it second fret i don't think i don't see why people have a problem with it i i think it used to be uh what every good boy does fine now it's six string second fret so the biggest uh, like thing right now. I like, see you didn't play no nothing. Sounds good. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't sound good. <laughs> um. So like the biggest thing that I've seen with uh, eat with, a darn good breakfast with every. Uh, with TikTok um, is there. There was this band like because you know it and you know it. There's a, like over history. There's been so many industry plants. Oh yeah, of, of course. Like so now, and I feel like 
I, I think it's really funny when people like there's this band called the Tramp Stamps. It's a it's a it's an <laughs> it's a three it's a three piece girl punk band that they're trying put together by a label. Yeah, super marketed. Well, and everything's super. They do they don't they did like they didn't know well, any music. They wasn't don't know the monkeys like, put together by? Oh yeah, so, and and that same guy put together another band. And, Jen, and they're ma- and the thing is. I think the that Archies the label, were put together. There's a lot of bands. The Nilly label Vanilli. did it on purpose because they knew yeah. that social media would talk so much shit on them. Well, what about everybody's talking about them? Now. Bowling for soup. But what about rap? I mean, I, I I don't know. Here's something for down the rabbit hole. Shameless plug. I Sundays eight remember to <laughs> eight to nine Sundays. I remember reading Podcasts an everywhere. article about how there was a industry meeting about rap and using it to influence the minds of the youth of the time like maybe 20 years ago well, the whole east coast west coast thing was made up well yeah oh yeah i thought like isn't like a lot of the the tupac biggie stuff manufactured it's right? completely Correct? manufactured yeah so, yes because tupac's living in fiji right now not dead right <laughs> i i, I <laughs> like, like I elvis i haven't visited elvis him. died two weeks ago i haven't visited tupac, as an old man but he might be in fiji <laughs> i don't know i i don't I, I I don't follow rap. I've never been a rap fan. I, I I do know that I've watched history, the history of rap, and I've and I was look. I still own the Sugar Hill Gangs. But there, there was delight. there was a there was a, a a definite thing about there was a meeting about and I I, I, I gangster rap where they wanted to make sure that yeah. this stuff got up and got on top well, sure. because they wanted to influence youth to be criminal. Yeah, and this was a meeting but between the CIA industry also moguls did that with rock and roll in the '60s and crack. We talked about it. We talked about it last week. Okay, there's there's rumors out hey, there I'm that just the Be- there's rumors out there, and we went down this rabbit hole that the Beatles were created by the Tavistock Institute. Right, and I I need to listen to that because I've watched uh, the movie was uh, Poison Apple. No, uh, uh, Paul is dead or Fall Paul or whatever it is. Right. Uh, where where they had yeah, and that's uh, part of it. That's part of it. That, that that there's actually been four or five Pauls. For the only the only the the only Beatle that there's really no proof that there's been more than one is Ringo, right? And he's not saying anything. He he said one time, this was not that long ago, that he's the last living original Beatle. Really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you got to makes you wonder. Even more damning is uh, the, the. But he wasn't part of the Trolleyman, which was a five-piece band. Right, that was Pete Best. He was the drummer. And then there was that other guy because because right. it was uh, Pete Best, uh, Paul McCartney, John Lennon, Harrison, Harrison, and then that that other yeah, guy. I can't remember the other. Yeah, me name. either. But Paul McCartney, quote, I'll put it in air quotes. His, For his, those of you watching, that was air quotes. His last, his wife, the one that had the one leg. Right. Uh, we got all kind of quotes from her where uh, she puts a cast a lot. She said she put a bunch of stuff in a box and, and gave it to a safe house in case something happened to her because she knows the truth. Right. Well, because it was the, the thing that happened when they were recording at Abbey Road where Paul took off in the car and there was a huge accident. They, he, he wrecked the car. But, but see, they claimed that didn't happen. And they claimed, died. They claim, the Beatles claim, that it was a scooter accident and he cut his lip. Ah. Whereas in the in the movie that I watched, there was a car wreck and he well, died and he was replaced by a lookalike. If you look at side-by-side photographs. A lookalike where the guy yes. had to actually learn how to play left-handed to yep. be the next McCartney. And there's been rumored there's been four of each of the of the Beatles. Four of each except Ringo. Except for Ringo. And I, I have uh, I, I put it in my show but, notes. So when you listen, go down to the bottom and check the show notes because there's a link to a page that has all the photos that are side by side. Right. Different time periods of the Beatles of, of Paul, Ringo, and Because uh, I, I remember the cut, the, cut I mean, the lips Paul, not not Ringo, but I remember the cut the lip story because that's when they all grew mustaches to cover it, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's interesting. Uh, no, there's a guy, and there's there's bro. a there's a guy who was an orphan out of I believe Scotland, 
and and we talked to I can't remember his name now because that we are we did the story, but he claims that he was groomed to be he, he never made it, but that he was yanked out of the orphanage because he looked they, they did a, a big search, found him, and he went through the whole rigmarole training and he didn't make it. Really? Yeah. And he's got all kind of proof. Oh man. Names. We he's need got. that guy. Yeah, oh it's out there. It just gets squashed. Well, of course it does. They got to scrub all that stuff. You, you weren't we the plebs are not allowed to know the truth. Do you know that Jim Morrison's dad was part of MK Ultra? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I so, remember reading about that. Uh, also the Grateful Dead were uh, also hand picked to be part of all of the acid tests and that cre- that, that seems easy to believe. Created for well, I mean, But I didn't yeah, read it's, about it's, that. It's true. But yeah, I, I remember reading about uh, uh, even Frank even I've even read I've even read crazy stories about Frank Zappa being a plant. Really? Yeah, and that's crazy because he was counterculture. Uh, Again, uh, do it's I, all by design. Do right? I buy it? I don't know. It's not, all by design. I don't even think I buy the Beatles' whole story. I mean, I think there's some. There might well, be some fun. Well, well, oh, here's, here's what it is. It's, a, it's about division. Here's and a big, what they do is they divide right, us. But here's a big tell, and we talked about this in the podcast. There was uh, so when the Beatles only toured twice, right? Right, and I think they only came to America once. Once, yes, sir. Okay, well, on that tour. That was supposed to be a world tour, right? Well, there was in South America, the Beatles were coming, right? This was before, t- you know, the, this was, there's not a lot of TV. It was mostly you heard them on the radio. You might have seen some pictures on the albums or whatever. A band showed up in South America, the Beatles, and they had posters. They, they had all it all set up. It turns out it was some band from America, and they were dressed like the Beatles. Really? Yeah, and I got—I mean, you—they had a name. They were like the Arkells or something like the that. The Ruddles? <laughs> no, they were like—I think they were called the Arkells, or uh, and 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 they changed their look and got the mop top and wore, and went down there. And it was only after about three shows that people caught on. Really? Yeah, that these guys were not the Beatles, and they kicked them out, and it became a big, huge deal. Wow. And then, of course, the Beatles denied it and like, no, no, we didn't set all of that up. And then they covered Which it they up actually and hit had. it and gone. They, so they were so sending. You're say, but you're saying there's been four John Lennons. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, I don't know. That's, well, I, that's yeah, the charge. Okay. I don't know that. Look at the photos. Well, when yeah. When you look at the photos, it's really interesting because they what they do is they change their look and their style. They, well, they could not just. They don't just. They compare like nose, uh, eyebrows. Cheekbones, ba- the lips, mouths, everything. Yeah, it does change. Well, and there was like no the, plastic surgery there. Kind of like the Epstein when when he was hauled out dead on the gurney, they were like, "Look, nose, ears. That's not Epstein," because he didn't kill himself. No, he didn't kill himself. That's pretty obvious. If anybody <laughs> thinks that, I don't think there's very many. Anybody people. left believing that story? Bro, no. everybody believes Epstein committed suicide. No, no way. Everybody. Not that I've I met. Think, no. You know how I know that everybody does? Because there hasn't been a revolution. Well, why would you do a revolution over Epstein? Because you got to take the people. T- the people in power are garbage. I know. Well, but we all know that, but nobody's gonna. Nobody's gonna. Hit we the all know that. Nobody cares. Over Epstein. Nobody cares. Nobody does care. Nobody. Well, it's just it would take. I mean, you and I care. Yeah. But, but if but we went out shooting, I don't really care. They'd call us terrorists. Well, of course they would. And they'd be right. They would be. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be in war paint and everything. <laughs> I feel like this hasn't been too I'd much. I'd go of naked. A, a partisan Me and my two-inch tool would be throwing rocks. No, at you. Epstein's all over the map, man. Epstein I've seen is not most people. He, Epstein's not just a Democratic plant. I mean, Bill Gates flew on his plane several times right? and gave him lots of money and oh, hung yeah. out with him on his island. Oh yeah, and lots of Republicans as well. There's oh, yeah. a, that list. There's a lot of people think John Roberts from the, the Supreme Court is hooked into him, which is why. He's been bought out, bought and paid for, and makes all kind of weird decisions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lynn Woods made that charge. Hey, man. Supreme Court shouldn't be a lifetime appointment. Mm-mm. That's all I'm saying. Uh, we need to take a quick break because I didn't eat breakfast and Tea I've been break. drinking. <laughs> all right. We'll be back. 
play some stuff from uh, our long lost friend Burley. Burley handles and maybe CD CD. Tom. Yes, honey. Grandma threw away the recycling again. Oh boy. When will baby boomers get it? We're trying to save the planet and make affordable riot shields. Mom, Dad, where are the riot shields? Right next to the tear gas masks, honey. Riot in style with Balenciaga face shields. Did genetic clones of former world leaders. One thing we can agree on is they are here. And while they are here, They'll need a dependable vehicle to get them around. That's why I, Adolf Hitler, chose Ford trucks for their legendary dependability and reliability. Zingheil! Paid for by the campaign to re-elect President Donald Trump. It's never too early for some things, like Fisher Price's Baby's First Gas Mask. Fisher Price's Baby's First Gas Mask is now 10% off with the new Disney Star Wars Nerf Riot Shield. Disclaimer, Disney's Star Wars Nerf Riot Shield will not protect against rounds non-lethal or otherwise. Fisher Price's Baby's First Gas Mask does not block chemical agents. Take babies to riots responsibly. Hey, I'm walking here. Brooklyn girl here, and I can't change a tire, but I can run six blocks to catch the L train. And I need a tampon that's tough and can keep up with me. That's why I choose Bushwick's tampons. Bushwick's brand tampons. For the city girl in me, there's Bushwick's in me. And we're back. So, uh... This is Burning Bridges by Nothing Sounds Good, a okay. band that I think was pretty cool. <laughs> but I am a bit biased. You got good you got good riffs. You have like it's it's the it's the heavier side of of basically everything like the the alt metal post Stone Temple Pilots kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, and uh, and I mean I, I I can't take credit for everything, but I definitely came in and said this is the riff and these are the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And so the drummer came up with the beat and the uh, the guitarist was like, "Okay, well let me play this to it." And then eventually we hired a bassist to play because I just I just wanted the front. Is that you singing? Yes, sir. Well, I, vocal expressionist. I'm not a singer. Right. <laughs> You're a lyricist. I'm a lyricist. I'm a vocal expressionist. There you I'm go. a good front man. I've been told by many, many people I'm a great front man. Excellent. Which makes me very, it gives me, hey. gives me pride. Does it? Yeah, because I, I you like know to what be pride able goes before. A uh, uh, fall, <laughs> baby. Right off the stage. Right off the stage. And <laughs> Bam, head first. You know, I've never fallen off a stage, and I'm kind of dis- disappointed in that. that I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> I am, too, because I've been blackout I've drunk watched, before playing. I've watched more killer bands fall off the stage, <laughs> and it's fun. It's fun to watch it. Never so fun. Dave Grohl fell off the stage. Bro, broke his, I know. Broke his leg. The Edge walked right off of the stage in Vancouver. I never fell off the stage. I think that would have been bad for me. I'm a bigger guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw Tad break a stage. Bro, I watched Tad fall through a stage. Me too. <laughs> California Underground. Oh, man. It was a ple- it was a plywood stage. Yeah, very thin plywood. And he, was he went ba- right through it. He was it. jumping around yeah. on it and boom, went Bro, right. I was like, what the? Were we at the same gig? The, the, I know where that was. It was the California Underground up in West Seattle. Yes. Were you there? Yes. You saw that. I watched him. Yeah, was that wild or what? I <laughs> Bro, was there. I couldn't They're believe not that it. many. That's not a big place. No. It was, it was a really small maybe, place. Maybe 80. Maybe. Standing maybe. room only. I lived right down the street. Yeah, me too. What? Dude, I in lived West Seattle? 13th and Elm Grove. Oh, right. You told me that. Yeah. yeah I, I lived right down the hill. Yeah. Jeez so, Louise. How did we not... How? And I mean, I was at... Because imagine if I had been able to to, to get influenced by you then, where I would be now. Did you ever go down to the the Admiral Pub? Oh, yeah. I was at the pub all the time. Bro. And I I was at Easy Street even more. Bro. 
Like I, I, Easy Street's got more of my money than probably anybody in I, West Seattle. I, I don't. Know I haunted what to tell that place. You. I don't like, know what to tell you. Do you remember the the Godfather's there on the corner? Yeah. Oh yeah, Godfather's my favorite. Yeah, I was there almost all the time for the lunch buffet. Get out of here. Huskies for uh, no, no. Ice get cream. out. <laughs> I mean, I I've haunted that place. I can't. Skippers when Skippers I was there. I can't believe that you and I. I lived there for ten meet. years. Until what? Three years ago? I guess. Four years yeah. ago. I mean, I went to every. Remember when Rocksport started there? Yes. I helped. I played open, the Rocksport. I helped open that place like four or five times. Oh god, I don't know how we didn't. Because I was I was on two radio stations at the time I, I, that I was I, living there. At the, at the time that I was in the West Seattle house, which was a huge party house, which I'm surprised you never got to. Right off, right off of uh, uh, the West Seattle Freeway, you, you right across from the, the the railroad tracks there, yeah. Where there's an apartment building now, yeah. There was a house right there, huge party house, hmm. huge. That, I mean, that is the when I told you the, the right story off of about like Avalon there. Yes, when I told you the story about being on cops, that was the house. See, I never ventured to that side much. I I, I was on the other side of the of the hill. And so, I mean, because on my side, it was like Gary Crow. I was hanging out with Marty Reamer. I was hanging out with uh, Pete Buck was over there. He was with his wife who owned um, the um, what's the club downtown that uh, everybody used to play at for a lot. It was the big famous club downtown. Oh, shit. I don't know. Um, I can't remember. That was years ago. Crocodile. The Croc. She owned the Crocodile. the Croc twice. She, yeah, she owned the Crocodile. They lived down the street. Um, Scott McCoy, who played with REM, uh-huh. was in the Young Fresh Fellows. He was right down the street. That was our side. Yeah. So I was hanging out with all of them. We, we didn't go over to the hoodlum side. Yeah, see, I was on the you hoodlum side. You were in the side. low income. Yeah, yes, sir. I was in the hoodlum <laughs> side. I was in the ghetto. You were down by Luna Park. Yes. Yes. And I, I did eat at Luna Park. Oh, yeah. I used to play at the, uh, so right down the street from you. You remember up up on, right off of, God, was it California Avenue? Because you go up, you go up. Avalon. I, I think it's Avalon. But you go up, and there Alaska. was that awesome burger joint that's not there anymore. And it, because there's a taco time or something there now, but there was an oh, awesome yeah. burger joint yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't oh last. My it was God, really good. It was the best. But down the street from you, so if you got on to um, going along Alki, there was the Alki Tavern. Yeah, because I was the f- I if you if you got on off of off of the the was bridge that, Harbor Street or whatever Harbor if, Harbor if yeah, you got off Harbor exit right there, and you started heading towards Alki. Yeah, then you'd go by Saltees. I was the first and only house that you saw. I saw your house a million times. A million times because you know you go by Saltees and you go around the corner and there was the Alki Tavern. Yep. And they used to do uh, jam nights on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, I I played there a lot. I played there a few times. <laughs> Unbelievable! And I'm, I can't believe that. No, I used to play imagine, there all the time. I, I you know, and, and it we sucks, play, but go, I have to imagine where I would be now because one of the nights was if blue. I would have had you behind uh, me, you wouldn't have listened to me. <laughs> yes, but the other guys would have, right. and I would have went with them. I was managing a band at the time because I was on two radio because, like stations. I, said, and, and, I was and, working at Tooth and Nail. And nothing sounds good. We had a sober guy, like he was. He he had a couple DUIs, and so he was sober. And so anytime we do a gig, and someone would come up to me, yeah. I'd be like, "Hey, you need to talk to him because because <laughs> he's the guy that's gonna number one remember the conversation." Smart, at least you're smart enough to do that. Check this yeah. out. <laughs> one time, so I was on. Uh, I don't want to name the station, but I was on two st- One was a big station. Okay. And it was at the end of the dial. That's okay. all I'll okay. say. And, uh, <laughs> the end. I know that one. <laughs> Familiar. And then later I went over to one that. Its call numbers are 107. <laughs> and then later I went over to one that is like a mountain. But that's all. I'm just saying. I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> but I can't, I, can't, I can't figure it out. I know. It's hard. I'm just start dropping really bad clues. <laughs> the, the must have so, been, must so have been St. Helens. <laughs> I think so it was. <laughs> it was the Mount. It was Mount Hood. One hundred one two Mount Hood. One hundred one the Hood. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, it, it was five eighteen St. No, Helens. But check, so check this out. A.M. <laughs> so I'm also working at Tooth and Nail, right? Okay. And I'm always out looking for good talent. That's why I was at these places constantly. Well, that's why you never saw me because I wasn't good talent. I was no, just, no, no. I, I never. Just I don't think I ever saw active. you. 
But I went to this club one time, and it might have been Rocksport. I'm or I don't know. It was somewhere in West Seattle, and there was a really good young band there. Yeah, and they had really good stage presence. They were playing their own stuff. It sounds. It seemed like they were, you know, they were above where they should be. They Tested were, on animals. What true sedation? Or nothing sounds good. That was the three bands that I was incarcerated or in in in. I moving may, around. I may have seen you open for somebody. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, there's this young band. They were high schoolers. They were they were all really good, talented musicians. And so afterwards, and they were an opening band. So afterwards, I go back to their little merch thing. Uh huh. And there's one of the members, and I don't know, he wasn't. I don't know. He wasn't the lead singer. He was just one of the guys. Uh huh. And he's sitting there, and they had a little. They had a little suitcase. That had some CDs in it that they freshly pressed. Right. And I walked up and I had a, I actually had a card, and I said I handed it to him. I said, "Hey, I'm so and so, and I think you guys got something going here. And um, a, I'm on, I'm on, you know, I can play your music on the radio uh, because I do a locals deal, and I also represent Tooth and Nail Records, and we're always looking for good talent. This kid was so stupid." He goes, um, well, I just can't hand out free CDs. <laughs> and so you'll have to talk to our uh, manager. I go, oh, you guys you guys do have a manager? Well, kind of. And I was like, well, is he here? Well, I go, who's your manager? And it was the lead singer's dad who <laughs> was not there. So I, I go to you the, know what I think I know the band you're talking so about. So I go to the lead singer. I, I, I think I know I, exactly. I track him down, about. right? And I'm like, hey, a a, here's who I am, and not not like, here's who I am, but like this is these are my creds. Uh-huh. And you got the wrong guy back at the merch booth. I'm just telling you that right now. I said because here's what happened, and I told him. I said so he didn't give me a CD. He wouldn't even take my card, and so I'm not playing you on the radio. And I go, you guys sound really good on stage, but your business model sucks. Yeah. And he goes, well, F you, we'll be bigger than you any day. <laughs> and I was like, good luck with that. Here, here's here's one thing. Never heard about from him me. again. Here's one thing about me. Back then, I was never so egocentric that I would say F I you. I was shocked by this I, guy. I... I I was giving away T-shirts and CDs to the detriment of the band every hey, time we played. Again, that's good marketing, A. And and B, it's not like I'm there I'm I'm not like a friend of a friend in high school saying, "Hey, I don't got any money, can I have a CD?" and they're like, "Hey, we just pressed them and we got to make some money back first." Uh, whatever. I'm talking this is like these this dude was so cocky. And I was like, okay, well, good luck with that. Never heard from him again. Never saw him in West Seattle again. Never, And I, to this day, I remember the name of the band, and, and they never went anywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I'm going to guess that you know who Tommy Gunn is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was in a band with his brother for quite some time. As a matter of fact, Corey and I still speak. But Corey will never jam with me again in a serious band because when I would work the merch booth after a gig, people would come up to me and be, and be buying CDs and t-shirts. You'd be handing them stuff. And then someone would come and be like, Oh man, you guys were great. I don't, I can't afford your shirt. I'm like, here, I have here Tracy it is. Gunn's number in here. Here it is. I, I think I have Tracy's number too, but I haven't talked to him in a long time. Yeah. So, but He's but, kind of flaky. Well, and, and Corey is even worse. I bet. Like, like 50 times worse. But he, he fired me from my band one time <laughs> because I was giving away CDs with T-shirts that were being sold. He's like, no, you got to sell those both. T-shirts are 20 bucks. T-shirts and CDs are 25 bucks. I'm like, if that guy hands me $20, he's getting... T-shirt, CD, sticker, and an invite to the next gig. My deal for every band I ever represented was try to try to make your money back, but if you don't get don't never have stuff in your car. Ever. Give it away. 
throw bro, it out the window, bro, hand my, it out. My my view of bands was like Colex Forex. Be ready to lose money. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> hey, uh, COVID co-host, Big D. Always a pleasure. Throw it again. Down the rabbit hole, Sundays 8 to 9, Mondays 10 to 11, and a podcast everywhere. T-Man, give it. Dead Air, Two Hours Hardcore Radio, Wednesday 8 to 10, and Saturday 9 to 11. I am Sleazy Vegetable Joe, your yes, host you of Vegetable Soup here on NWCZ Radio, Tuesdays 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Yeah, and if you want to tell me that you didn't like what you heard, I want to hear you tell me that at the vegetable soup show at gmail.com. Send it all. Next week, we're going to have Scott back, and we're going to talk a little bit more about being wow. right. locked up abroad. But then the week after that, we're going to go ahead and have negative, negative email. So send them in. So send we them in. It. Do it now. Do it now. If you want to be internet famous. It's not going to happen here, but and we I, will definitely I help you. dare you to rip on T-Man. Oh, I, I dare you to rip on the Big D. Oh, bring that on. I dare I, you. I dare I, you to, I, I to challenge anything. Time, so. Because you know what? You can't hurt my feelings because I don't have any. Love you all. <laughs> Goodbye.